Hello, this is Reading with Finest. I'm Finest. I'm reading American Indian Myths and Legends today. I didn't have to look at the freaking chapter, I mean, the front of the book. Usually I have to do that. Got it. I got it now. It only took a few months of reading this. 185 pages in. I'm proud of myself. Uh, the story that I'm going to read from this book today is Little Man with Hair All Over. This is a Metis story. They also had a story last story we had, too. So they're pretty cool with the monsters because we're in a chapter of monsters, if you didn't know. First time listening in. I read mythology and legends and folklore and tales and any of it. I mean, I probably get into religious texts at some point and read a little short stories of that. Who knows? Uh, this is an ongoing learning experience for all of us, including myself, trying to see what reading the finest turns into. Um, follow me at Everything's Just Fine on Instagram to see illustrations of mine. Hey, 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 try to read every day. But if you cannot and will not and just don't want to or don't have the ability, don't worry. If you have the ability to learn, I mean, not learn, uh, listen and hear, then I have you. Um, yeah, today's the day. Anything I want to say? Hmm, trying to fix my camcorder. It's not going very well. I unscrewed it. Trying to take it apart. Wasn't able to. So we're going to probably put the screws back in before I forget. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I kind of want to buy another one, but I don't want to nor can. So I can learn how to learn how to fix it. Why not? <laughs> I mean, it's already bought. Might as well. Uh, aside from that, I think that I'm just reading and drawing like I usually do. And let's get this started. This is a long story, so you're going to be sitting here for a minute. Enjoy yourself. Or I'll be sitting here for a minute. You'll be listening to it for me for more than a minute. Little man with hair all over. Little man was hairier than a skunk. Hair grew out of his nose and nostrils. He had thick, matted hair between his buttocks. He was not particularly good looking, and he smelled as if he hadn't washed often. But he was a merry fellow who laughed a lot, and he never had any trouble finding pretty girls to share his blanket. He was always on the move, eager to discover new things. Little man with hair all over was small, but he succeeded in everything he did. He was tough in a fight, so they called him whenever there was something dangerous to do. When a bear monster went on a rampage, ripping up lodges, with his huge claws and eating the people inside, little man with hair all over had no trouble killing it. For this, his grateful people gave him a magic knife. One time, when little man was traveling, he met two brothers and asked what they were up to. We're looking for adventure, they answered. That's exactly what I'm doing. Let's join up and travel together, said little man. What do they call you? My name is Smoking Mountain, said one. I'm the eldest. This old, this one here is Broken War Club. The three wandered on together and after a while came to a fine large lodge with plenty of buffalo robes laying around. Outside there were racks with jerk meat and someone had left a large cooking kettle, but the lodge was deserted. There was no trace of any human beings. 
I like this place, said little man. Let's stay for a while. Somebody must own it, said Smoking Mountain. Well, said little man, if someone comes and claims it, I won't mind. And if nobody shows up, I won't mind either. So they stayed. Little man said to Smoking Mountain, let's go hunting. Broken, broken club, war club can stay and cook some of, that, some of that jerk meat for supper. So the two of them took their bows and arrows and went. But when the hunters came back to the camp, there was no supper. Broken World Club was lying under a buffalo rub, moaning and groaning. What's the matter with you? Asked little man. You look as if you've been in a fight. I'm too embarrassed to tell, to tell answered Broken World Club. Suit yourself, said little man, and they ate some cold jerk meat. The next day, little man with no hair all over with hair all over. No, he had hair. No, it wasn't ran magically that no hair came. Uh, said to Broken War Club, let's go out and hunt. Smoking Mountain can stay here and cook. But when the two came back, they found Smoking Mountain also laying under a buffalo robe, moaning and groaning. Well, what happened to, you, happened to you, friend? Asked Little Man. You look as if you've been in a fight. I'm, uh, I'm too ashamed to tell, answered Smoking Mountain. You two are some fine cooks, remarked Little Man. Again, they ate their jerk meat cold. The next morning, Little Man told the brothers, You go out and hunt. I'll stay and cook. And when the two brothers came home with their meat, they found a fine supper waiting. Ha has anybody been here? Smoky Mountain asked. Under the, 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 that robe over there said Little Man, pointing to the buffalo robe on the floor. There, there's a large flat stone, and under the, the stone there's a hole. Someone lifted the stone, came out of the hole, and crept out from under the robe. And what, what happened to the, them then? What happened then? asked the brothers. The same thing that happened to you, an ugly dwarf only as big as my hand, but monstrously strong, tried to beat me up with his whip. So that's why you were moaning and groaning, and you were ashamed to tell because you he was so small. Ah, said the brothers. He whipped you too? No, said little man. I didn't give him a chance. I killed him and threw him down that hole. Smoking Mountain pushed aside the robe, lifted up the stone, and peeked down. This is a very deep hole, he said. It must lead to the, the dwarf's home. I wish I could go down and find it. Little man with hair all over said, That's easy. He took hold of the big cooking kettle and fastened a long rawhide rope to his handle. Climb into this kettle, he told Smoking Mountain, and we'll let you down. Then we'll draw you up and you can tell us about it. They lowered Smoking Mountain down the hole and after a while pulled him up. Smoking Mountain reported, I landed right on top of that dwarf. He, he, you really fixed him good. It was dark and damp down there, and I could hear a strange noise like an animal snorting. I didn't feel comfortable in that place. Let me down, said Broken Club, War Club. I'm not afraid. So they let him down, and after a while, pulled him up. He said, I, I went a little further. 
There's a door down there. A kind of a hole in a cave wall covered with a rock. I heard that noises too. It sounds like a deep growl rather than a snort. I didn't want to go in there. Well, let me down, said little man with hair all over. After they had lowered him, little man found the entrance door and listened to the growling snort or snorting growl. He rolled the rock out of the way and found himself in a cave-like room face to face with a two-headed monster. The monster growled. Where is my son? Have you seen him? He's only so big. That must be the dwarf I killed, said little man with hair all over. I left his body outside. At this, the monster roared in a roar and attacked. Little man managed to cut off one of his hand heads. One of his heads. Okay. Um, cut off one of his heads. Yes. Where was I at? Lost it. Mm, with his magic knife. But the monster continued fighting with uh, just as savagely. They struggled until Little Man succeeded in cutting off the other head. Looking past the monster's corpse, Little Man saw another door opposite the first one. It was it was stopped. It was too stopped with a big rock. It was too stopped with the big rock. From behind came a truly terrifying growling, snorting, and snuffling, as from a horde of strange beasts. I wonder who that could be. He thought, rolling the rock out of the way. In the next room, he found a scaly man-monster with three heads, all three of which were snorting, growling, and snuffing at the same time. Where is my son, the one with the two heads? The monster asked. Grandfather, or is it, is it grandfather? Oh. Grandfathers, grandfather, or is it grandfathers? He is dead. I had to kill him, because otherwise, I think he would have killed me. He was mad because I killed his son, your grandson. Probably the evil little dwarf with the whip. At this, the three-headed monster hurled himself at little man. The three heads foamed at the lips, snarled, and bit. One at a time! One at a time! Said little man as he cut the three heads off, one after the other. They really made me sweat! said the little man. Looking around, he discovered yet another door, behind which he heard howling, shuffling, snarling, and growling. This is getting boring, he said, as he rolled the rock aside and met a horny-skinned, horny four-headed man-monster. This one asked no questions, but immediately jumped at, at little man with four sets of teeth, biting, snapping, and tearing. The monster's skin was so tough, especially at the necks, that it resisted the magic knife. Even when Little Man had finally cut off three of the four heads, the man-monster fought as fiercely as ever. The fourth head was the toughest. It bit a good-sized piece of Little Man's shoulder before he managed to cut, off, cut it off. Panting exhausted, <sighs> Little Man, with hair all over, kicked the giant's body of the monster and said, There, you, you wicked little thing. Again, he looked around and saw a door. Not again, he said, but he listened, and behind it he heard the sweet song of a young girl's. This is much better, said little man with hair all over. As he rolled the last rock aside, he stepped into the last chamber and found three very pretty young women. 
Um, are you, are the monsters out there relatives of yours? At little man. No, no, in no way. Answered the maidens. These horrible monsters have been keeping us prisoner for their own pleasure. We've been having a hard life. I believe it, he said. Handsome young warrior, said one of the girls. Surely you've come to free us. I don't know about handsome. I don't know about handsome, said little man. But free I will. You are handsome, said the bold girl. I like little hairy lusty fellow. Then you've met the right man, he said, looked around and saw wonderful things that the monsters had taken from their victims. Buckskin robes decorated with multicolored porcupine quills, well-made weapons, wear war bonnets of eagle feathers, and much more. Enough, enough here for three friends to divide, said little man. And it isn't, it isn't it a lucky coincidence that there are three of you and three of us, for I have two friends waiting in the lodge above. Better, better, and better," said the uh, said the three good-looking girls. Little man with hair all over gathered up the, the the many fine things in a bundle and walked to the hole underneath the lodge. "Ho, friends!" he hollered. "Here are some good things for us to divide." He placed the bundle in the kettle, and the two brothers in the lodge pulled it up. Then they called down, "Are you coming up now?" "Not yet," he answered. First, pull up three young, pretty girls. Well, well worth meeting. The brothers lowered the kettle and one by one drew up the women. Then little man called out, I'm coming up now. He climbed into the kettle. When they pulled him up halfway, Broken World Club said to Smoky Mountain, let's, let's drop him back down. Then we can keep these pretty girls and all the fine things for ourselves. No said Smoky Mountain. Little man, little man has been a good friend to us. But Broken War Club had already cut the rawhide rope and little man fell all the way down with a big clatter. He was so stunned, but recovered quickly saying, some fine friends I chose, I chose. Without the rope in the kettle, little man with hair all over had a hard time climbing up the lodge. He tried four times before he finally did it. Now I'll find those no good brothers he said, traveling along what he believed to be the trail of Smoky Mountain and Broken World Club, little man heard some people quarreling. He followed the sound and came upon the body of a big elk, over which a wasp, a worm, and a woodpecker were squabbling. My friends, little man with hair all over told them, there is enough here for all. Let's me, let me settle this for you and stop all the fuss. He gave the bones to the woodpecker, the fat to the wasp, and the meat to the worm. And everyone was satisfied. Oh, thank you, Uncle, for uh oh, uh, uh, thank you, Uncle, for settling this matter and making peace between us, they said. In return, if you ever find yourself in trouble, you can assume any of our shapes. You can turn yourself into a worm, a wasp, or a woodpecker. Uh, thank you, I appreciate it, said little man. Always following the trail, he came at last to a lodge standing in a clearing of the forest. 
At once, he turned himself into a woodpecker, flew up to a pole above the smoke hole, and, and looked down. Ah, he said to himself, here are two good no brothers talking to three girls. Then he turned himself into a wasp and flew down into the lodge, where he settled on the shoulder of the bold girl. Nobody noticed him. The bold girl said, I'm still angry with you men. It was... It was mean to drop that nice little fellow. He was brave, and I was fond of him. I I hope he's well wherever he is. Smoky Madden added, Yes, it wasn't right. I tried to stop it, but this one had already cut the rope. Broken Well Club just laughed. <laughs> Brother, don't talk like a fool. It was so funny dropping that hairy, useless man down there and listening to him squeal. Look at all the riches I got for us. And look at these pretty girls who, uh, thanks to me, might make our nights pleasant. Yes, I still have to laugh when I don't think of uh, the hairy one clattering down squealing. I, I don't remember having squealed, said little man with hair all over, quickly turning himself back into a man. Let's see who'll be squealing now. Broken Well Club tried to run away. The little man seized him by the hair and cut his throat with the magic knife. Then he kicked Smoking Mountain in the backside. Coward, you could have uh, defied your younger brother and gotten me out of that hole. If you ever cross me by my behalf again, I'll kill you the way I killed this one. Smoking Mountain slunked away. The little man turned to the women. Good-looking girls, will you take me for a husband? I'm mad enough for three. I'm small, but not everywhere. The little man turned to the woman. Oh, uh, handsome one, said the bold girl. Since we three are sisters, it's only fitting for us to have one husband. So little man with hair all over married the girls, and they were all very happy. After Little Man had lived with them for a while, he said, My dears, I'm not made to stay always in one place now, and then I just have to roam and discover things. I've left enough meat, uh, pemmican, tongues, and, and back fat to last you a good many days. I won't be away for long, so don't be afraid. Thus Little Man, with hair all over, went traveling again. He came to a lodge inside, which... A pretty young woman was crying. He went and asked, Good-looking one, what's the matter? I slimy monster is keeping my me prisoner, and I hate his embrace. I've tried and tried to run away, but he always catches me and drags me back. Dry your eyes, said little man. I'll kill this monster and marry you. I already have three wives, but I can easily take care of one more. I, I like that, said the woman. But no one can kill him. I can, I can kill any. I can kill any monster with my magic knife. I am forever rescuing pretty maidens imprisoned by evil monsters. I am quite used to it. You can't kill this one even with a magic knife because he's many monsters in one. There's a secret way to kill him, and if you don't happen to know it, he'll kill you. And what is the secret? Uh, uh, duh, I don't know. I've 
I've never had a chance to ask. But tonight this monster comes back. I'll try to get it out of him. Hide yourself in the meantime. That's easy, said little man, turning into a woodpecker and flying to the top of to the pole above the smoke hole. At nightfall, the water monster returned, looking down from his perch. Little man thought, this is indeed an ugly, slimy monster. The creature threw him some meat to the girl, saying, I just drowned and ate some humans. So, I'm full, but there's some antelope meat for you. Just what I like, said the girl. You know, that horn coming out of your forehead is dirty. Let me clean it for you. It's really quite handsome. You're pleasant today for a change, said the monster. Instead of scowling and sour face, perhaps you're beginning to appreciate me. How, how could I, anyone not appreciate you, said the girl? Said the girl. Tell me, so that in case of trouble, I can help you. What's the only way to kill you? The monster grinned horribly and said, Well, here I am, the great water monster. If you kill me, a huge grizzly bear will come out of me, and out of him a smaller brown bear, and out of him a panther, and out of the panther a wolf, and out of the wolf a wolverine, and out of, a, of that a fox, and out of that a rabbit. Out of the rabbit will come a quill, and out of the quill an egg. Only by dashing this egg against the horn in my forehead can I be killed. Little man heard it all. Once he flew down into the lodge, resumed his own shape, and attacked the great water monster with his magic knife. One after the other, he killed all the animals coming out of the monster, and at last dashed the egg against the monster's horn. You're, you're brave and powerful, said the girl. I'm yours. So little man, with hair all over, took her at his fourth wife, and carried her home to his lodge, together with all the treasures which the monster had amassed through the robbing and murder, and little man had been right. He was man enough for four wives, with a little left over. Told by Jen Desjarles in New York City, 1971, and recorded by Richard Eridles. Uh, then, you know me. Uh, Jen Desjarles also calls himself Oasis, the owl, because the owl is a messenger. He was one of many Native Americans who occupied Alcatraz Island in 1970 to 1971, and he now lives in the Arctic regions of northern Canada. And that is the end of that story. Uh, what a great one, full of adventure and attacks and, and, and battles and all types of uh, this adventure. Always a fan of the adventure. Uh, and... You know, quite the player going out there and playing the game. What can you do? Sometimes players got to play. It'd be like that sometimes, you know? Uh, shit. Favorite thing is the little man just had game, knew himself, did what he had to do, and and, and kept smiles and, and, and stayed true to himself. I, I love the him being true to himself part. Uh, that's what you got to do. Uh, thank you for listening to Reading with Finest. I'll be back here tomorrow to read to you again. I read every day. Uh, though I have been thinking, maybe I should read less. Maybe I'm giving you guys too much. Maybe I sh maybe if I'll get more listeners if I like have a, a once a week or you know three times a week. Please uh, let me know. It everything's just fine. If on Instagram, if you know, I should do that. Thinking if you're getting too much, not enjoying the ride.
a little bit of like uh what's the word when you know distance makes the heart fonder type thing hey maybe we can do that uh well thank you let me know follow your dreams and do your thing do your thing all right boop doop 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 doop